Oh my goodness. It's time. I turned it on. Oh, it's happening? We're yeah. doing it. I turned it on. Nigel's here, everybody. Hey, everybody. This is exciting. And uh, it's episode 236. I know what number it is. I know what time it is. What time is it? It's 11.41 on March 15th, 2019. <laughs> it's 2019? Yeah. We're deep oh, in. Oh, man. I have been March paying 15th. attention. I haven't been paying attention. It's the Ides of March. And this is when they come and kill you if you're Julius Caesar, I think. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> really? I think so. Maybe. Um, so, look. Do you have any gigs? Do you have any gigs? No, I don't want to plug anything. You go for uh, it. That's it sad matter. that you don't have any gigs. Uh, it's sad. I, it's sad. It's sad that I only have a few gigs. But guess what? I have a few gigs. I'm going to be in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. That's uh, March. Oh, lordy. 27th through the 31. 31? 31st? I think through the 31st. I could be wrong. It might be only through the 30th. You could go to jakethis.com, check those dates. Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis, uh, end of March. And then in June, the 11th and the 13th, I'll be down at Hermosa Beach, the Comedy Magic Club. So if you're in California and you want to come down to Hermosa Beach, <laughs> I'll be there. 11th and 13th of June. Who so doesn't want to go down to Hermosa Beach? Everybody does. Everybody right? wants to. It's a great time down there. It's a great time. It's a great beach community. You could go down there earlier in the day. You could swim in the sea. You could jump in the ocean. I mean, you it could... is a Tuesday and a Thursday, so you'd have to probably, if you've got a conventional work lifestyle, you'd, you'd have to... It's going to be tricky. You'd have but to you, go... You could also just go down and get some delicious food down there. There's a lot of great little... Uh, you get a nice burger down there. Yeah, they have snacks. Of, there's things. Well, you don't have to go to the show. You could just go down to Hermosa Beach and hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Jake, this is the wrong approach hey, to take yeah, promoting shows. Oh, I hate gosh. to tell you this. I've gotta... read so many books about this, and I yeah. can't believe I, I mean, it's it. good that you're encouraging the right city. Mm-hmm. But also, you want to include your show in that. You don't want to just get people. Yeah, that's going the big. That's the big else. must. Yeah, they have the, to come yeah, to my show. That's the real thing. Also, don't promote other cities that you're not even in. Right. That's a bad. St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> I'm not saying it's over, but I'm. Bozeman, Montana. Have you ever been? Great town. It is great. I've been to Bozeman. Yeah, no, the it's Allen a great Theater. Time. Yeah, no. I've got I'm waiting for it's a, a callback from the Allen. I, I placed a call to my friend up there <laughs> in Bozeman because I want to go back to Bozeman, but I don't have any plans. I shouldn't be confusing people. Look, you probably already bought, bought a plane ticket to <laughs> no, Hermosa no, Beach. No, no, there's a guy driving to Bozeman right now. <laughs> he's in his car. Like, yeah, he's in his car. He's like, that's only two hours away. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, it's not going to happen there right no. now. Right now, you got to wait. But shout out to Bozeman. Good yeah, town. it's a good place. It's a fun place. I really like it. It's one of my favorites, actually. Yeah, it's what it's a, a lot of uh, yuppie jerks from California are moving up there. I can see why you like really? it. Really? Yeah. They are now? Wow, well, I was yeah, there a long time ago. Yeah, they think the Californians are ruining as... it. Uh, California, Californians are ruining everything it, in, in a lot of people's opinion. Yeah. But let's not forget, those are not Californians anymore. Those are your people. Yeah. If they move to where you are from California, they're not from here anymore. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're, they, they, they've joined you. Yeah. You're the problem. Over. Has it ever occurred to you that you're the problem? <laughs> it always occurs to me that I'm the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I generally assume that I am the problem right. in, in most scenarios. I think that's what's wrong with most people is that they don't initially assume that they are the problem. They, they, they think something else is they the problem. They don't take any blame. They don't take a minute to go, wait, am I the problem here? Hey, there's a lot of flies around here. These flies are <laughs> terrible. Well, maybe you're a turd. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever think of that? Maybe you need to go take a shower. 
Yeah. Maybe that's maybe it's you. Yeah, I think that all the time. Like my first instinct is always, like with my iPhone, or it's like, what did I do to screw this thing up? I'd, I uh, and then you go, oh wait, and then you hear they're like, no, iPhone's like, oh, we had a bug, and I'm like, oh, it wasn't me. Well, that's nice. It's them. I heard that uh, Instagram and Facebook shut down last week for something, but I didn't even notice it. Yeah, they were down the other day. Well, again, I did notice that happening because I opened mine and it wouldn't work. And I went, ah, my app is screwed or my phone is. It's <laughs> like, stupid I don't, phone. Yeah, I'm like, I don't have signal here or some mm-hmm. damn thing. And so I was just like, that's me. And Soon then they're going to be the news and they go, no, it was us. It we was were, them. It was us. But they say now, now Zuckerberg says he's going to encrypt everything. I don't know if that is that going to be good for us. Encrypt everything. Every, it's going to it's all going to be private. Facebook. It, it's going to be more geared towards. I mean, that's what it started out to be. Was you were supposed to just connect with your friends? It's but not encrypted it right in, now because I put all my credit card information on there. Mm, that might be a mistake. Are you sure? Well, I no, thought it was I'm a not good sure. place to keep it because no, I always know sure. where it is. One of my one of my winning qualities is that I'm not sure of <laughs> almost everything. Wait. So what do they mean? So it's going to be. Like nobody can see it unless your friends. Is that I, I think that they're going. They're trying or, to get. They're going to combine all their messaging again. Look, I barely know anything. I like what you're making up right now. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> we keep making it up. Scam likely. That's what my phone says. That's why I've got the phone on just in case somebody wants to call and scam me during the podcast. Um, <laughs> hey, do you have a hundred dollars right now? I should have answered. Yeah, you should have answered. Yeah, you might, could, you could be out a chunk of money. They uh, heard. They heard. They heard us go. Your credit card information's on Facebook? What's your Facebook name? <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey. Come on. Look, do you think you could at least do me the courtesy of rating and reviewing the podcast before you steal my identity? <laughs> I mean, would that be too much to ask? Yeah, come on. Let's let's do it. Uh, yeah, no, but I, I heard I, they were going to combine all the messaging apps of Facebook and WhatsApp, and all those messages will be Facebook Messenger. You'd be able to have cross-platform messaging, but... The idea is oh. the people that you're connected to, you'll be able to connect to them across all of the all, all of the platforms. all of so their I, things that they own. But you're not. There's going to be less me telling you I've got a podcast episode and them telling someone who doesn't know me. They don't even tell all the people who you know. Like people like my page because they want to find out about me, but they don't even tell all of them. When I say I got a new episode coming up, they go, "Well, we're going to tell. We'll make sure that about a third of your followers see it." Yeah, you know, I it's uh, I'm yeah, it's a weird thing. I find on I never go on Facebook really anymore because it's also like the same people. Like I think you you can control who you look at. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Like you can if somebody like we talked about this I think on the last podcast that you can kind of block or unfollow people you can still be friends mm-hmm. with them but like it's like i don't want to see all of your political angry rants so i'm gonna kind of mute that yeah but at I've the same time to... i I've, I've muted a few of those people but then just the people that i follow i don't know how it decides what it gives me because it seems to give me mostly from some people that i don't know and don't really like yeah and it's shooting that to me all the time and i'm like it's not that i don't like that person what they're doing but it's like you're always giving me the same yeah the five people are doing, showing yeah. up and i don't know if it's just because they post they're just posting every 30 seconds and that's mm-hmm. the way it goes but i feel like it used to be just chronological where it was just like if you posted something at 10 a.m and i'm on there at 10 a.m it's coming up well and then some things that i've unfollowed someone else will retweet it and then they'll show that to me it's like look <laughs> look twitter face I you know i unfollowed it. that so why are you showing it to me because someone else retweeted it they don't care that's you too know much. i don't like that specific thing i don't care about it when my friend that i do like i unfollowed it because i don't want to see it 
I don't want it to find a sneaky back door into me. Because there's no benefit for them to do that. They only want to do stuff that they think you might like that they can sell you, like ads and stuff. They that's all. The, they're only tracking it on the positive side. Of like, I do. I Jake did. Might want to buy a hot a pack of hot dogs no, right I'm now. So I'm show him a pack of hot dogs. Just sneak that into his feed. They're so right. I just finished my spam. I had some spam left over from a. One of my fans from Minneapolis sent me this, sent me this box of spam, and there was all the spam was uh, we I'd eaten it with my daughter except for this one last can I found, and luckily it keeps forever. I mean this this spam. <laughs> luckily, yeah. a lot of people have said this, this about spam. Like fortunately, I, a, I, I still a can got of spam it. that was its expiration date was 2017. I just ate that. Ooh, yeah, rolling I don't, the dice. I don't give rolling a rolling the dice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm already checking. If this kills me. Cool. You want to talk about the danger zone? That's where I live. <laughs> Canned meats danger zone. I ate some old spam and I feel great. Uh, I feel like we're heading to a point where canned stuff probably is more di- like in the back in the day that was the safest stuff to eat because it was like sealed up and now it's probably less safe. I doubt it. I think you canned meats are pretty safe. I don't anyway. Know. Why was I bringing this up? <laughs> I'll do anything. Ads. I, I ate some Ads spam. Ads on Facebook. Well, this was a fan who'd sent me the spam and a nice person. And I like that you say it when you say somebody sent me the spam because I feel like that's junk mail. But you're talking about actual spam. No, like because that product. was the joke on the podcast. I was like, yeah. please don't spam me. And then she sent me these cans of yeah, spam. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm just making the connection now. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Welcome I'm, aboard, Nigel. I'm a little slow this morning. You don't even remember when I received the spam, because it was probably a conversation that we had about spamming. We probably but, did already have this conversation. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> the point is, I'm a dumbass. I will eat meat that people mail me. <laughs> I'll do it. I did yeah. it. I mean, it was canned. I felt like it was pretty safe. It was a trademark. Yeah. canned meat if you just sent me some if, if i just received a can like that a said Ziploc meat bag with meat in it <laughs> no, i'm not eating that <laughs> i'm not eating that um maybe in a post-apocalyptic scenario like yeah like the, the apocalypse the, happens you put it in the cupboard just in case the apocalypse <laughs> happens and then i check the mailbox and there's some meat in there mm, maybe, maybe that's a tough call yeah but uh it's either that or cook my neighbor <laughs> this morning. Yeah. And I'm not doing that. Oh. That's I'm not I'm not eating my neighbor. We've already discussed this. I'm not yeah. interested in post-apocalyptic survival if it involves oh, that kind of be behavior. So Cannibalism, and delicious. Maybe. Maybe. I'm trying to think now. Meat just, just falls off the bone. Talk, talk about a tangent. <laughs> I'm trying to think about which of my neighbors I might consider eating. You'd like to eat first. Mm. Yeah, it's tough, right? Yeah. It's a hard one. Yeah. Most of my neighbors are pretty old, so I don't. It's not appealing, really. Old, yeah, yeah like old meat because it's probably fatty or grisly. You want to eat a young, you fit nice, person. That's, yeah, that's like what nice, you want. Tender meat, but then I don't feel right about eating children. And then you don't want to eat someone oh, that you like. Children would but be then... delicious, like veal. <laughs> God, <laughs> Chil- children, they're the veal of cannibalism. I'm glad you could come over, Nige. <laughs> it's really good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't have kids, so there's less of an emotional attachment. Right. If you have you know? kids, you've, you're, you're, yeah, a yeah. More, you're, you're a little you more repulsed by eating children. You're thinking you should Although I would them. say that most people in the world, cannibalism is a big no-no. So we're in a, Well, we're not in, a, in, the, apoc- in the apocalypse. We're in a, yeah, we're yeah, in a very talking, hypothetical I'm not talking today. I'm not going to go right home now. and, you know, you know, size up my neighbors for... But I'm saying... No, but that's what I was talking about. That's what I was just saying was this conversation put me in the mind to go through mentally... 
the neighbors that I know yeah. and which ones I would eat. And it's like so few. I mean, the ones that I would yeah. eat are also some of my favorite ones. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's... You want, it would make it a, a You want somebody experience. who's going to be delicious, but also <laughs> that you don't like that much. And that's that's a tough combo. It's hard to find that combo. Yeah. It's tough for that to complete, that like when somebody's delicious and you really like them, and it, you'd think it would be a double score where you're like, man, no, thanks, it's a, Dave. You really are the best. Yeah. Yeah. It's not... It's. You'd have to be... It's funny how delicious and then... Um, <laughs> and also, what a great delici- guy you were. <laughs> like, I like to think all my friends are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've worked our way around to that. Yeah. Okay. I don't even need seasoning. But the point... It's just delicious. The point I was trying to make before we got off on this cannibalism tangent uh-huh. is that uh, I am like a nutty old guy who would sign up for a lot of stuff. Yeah. I, I, I'm not afraid anymore to give out my email address to really? somebody. If they say, hey, give us your email and we're going to send you the plans to convert your RV into a camper. You're I, in. I, I, I'll do it. I've done it. I've done yeah. that. That's a, that's a specific example of something, something that I've you done. you did already, I know. This morning, I did, but I haven't... Uh, part of the reason is I do these things is so that I can... Uh, just, well, because I, I want to get there. I know, because we talked about the vans on the last podcast. I, want, I, really, I feel like this van thing is going to... I think the last two podcasts, we've talked about the van conversions. Oh, look, I'm... I think I'm, you're... It's going to happen. Is I'm, it happening for you? I, I know. You know, where I'm at with a van... I think we had this conversation, too, but I think where I'm at with a van is, like, I'm not going to get a van and convert it now. I think what I'm going to get is a truck truck camper. Oh, right, you know, right. That you the can truck topper. Yeah. Put into the... Not not just the topper, but the camper that slides in yeah. and you can slide out. But maybe you can convert one of those truck toppers. Custom truck topper. Yeah, gut it. Gut it own. and fix it. Yeah, build your own truck topper. No, so here's what I, I downloaded. <laughs> so I'm on Instagram, and they advertise to you, right? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram, and I see an advertisement uh, by this. Why not plug him, right? Taylor Taylor Conroy. And he's some young guy who's a thought leader. He's going to tell you how you can you can do a TED Talk and then promote it and distribute it out there, become a thought leader, and then go on to have a speaking career. Well, I already have sort of a speaking career, so I thought, well, okay, why not? Why don't I give a TED Talk? Yeah. So I've, I, all you had to do was give him his, uh, give him your, uh, give him your email, and then he'll send you the, um, the blueprint to become a thought leader. And I, I can click. I'm, I've got my finger over a the thing now leader. to grab the thought leader thought thing leader. right now. It says, this is a big deal because for the past five years, entrepreneurs, coaches, and authors have been asking me, him, uh, almost daily for this. It's the exact process he's used and so many clients of his have used for landing high-paid speaking gigs on the world's biggest stages and impacting millions of people. That's why I'm so excited, Jake. <laughs> he knows my he name knows is Jake because I had to enter it in. Because when you do follow the land, do, spread methodology... Is this guy <laughs> like a young Tony Robbins? in the blueprint, kind of yeah, thing? sort of. Basically, yeah. You activate the thought leader effect, which is, I'm excited to... So, this is... I'm saying, I'm a, I'm a person who's susceptible. Yeah. I'm like your grandma... He was constantly <laughs> subscribing to magazines because she's right. going to win the publisher. If this guy showed up at your door, I know you'd be that, all in. If this I guy banging on the door is like, hey, you want to be a thought leader? You're like, where do I sign? I know that the fact that I signed up for this means that I'm at the tip of a problematic iceberg yeah. you know, of, of bad You're behaviors down the road. You're one step away from getting your identity stolen. <laughs> but I couldn't. All I did was give him my email. I don't think I'm in trouble for that. 
Um, well, we'll see. Yeah, he's we, a thought leader. Who knows what he could do with your? We email. will see. He's not going to do anything. He's a thought leader, Jake. I'm gonna he's s- ahead of your thoughts already. I'm saving this PDF. He already me. knew you were going to give him your email address, dude. And I did. Yeah, because he's a thought leader. He's I did. already he already knows your next step, which is signing over your house to him. <laughs> oh my goodness! And giving him your I, canned goods. I thought I just downloaded the PDF, but I don't think I did. What the hell? What's going on here? Thought Leader Blueprint. Oh, look. Oh, he didn't plan on you screwing up the application process. <laughs> I don't know what I've <laughs> done wrong. Be able to sort I this do out. not know what I have done wrong. But Jake, I'm you're just not Thought Leader material. Okay, we thought you were, but clearly <laughs> you're a even... thought follower. You need to follow the thought leaders and not, you can't get on the Let me tell TikTok you something. Stage. I thought that I knew how to download this to. PDF? No. I did. Now I've downloaded it. I've downloaded the Thought Leader Blueprint. It's The good news is it's only 22 pages long. I'm going to be able to knock this <laughs> Thought Leader Blueprint thing out today, Yeah, and I may be a thought leader by tomorrow. We should do a podcast tomorrow, then, when you're a thought leader. I feel like I'm leading your thoughts right now. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see you being a leader. I want to do... I'm gonna I want to t- see where your thoughts are going to lead. Good. I'm going to do a TED Talk, Yeah, and then... Then, being a then the world's going to pay. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> then imagine how much canned meat you're going to get once you do that. Oh, it says it's going to take a year. Mm. Okay. I guess Whoa. I have a year. There's a wrinkle in the old plan. Yeah. Here's the truth. A year from now, you'll look back and realize you took one of two paths. Well, this guy wasn't reading my thoughts because I thought it was going to take like a week at best. How it says, like I, I, I either settled and took the bath, path of comfort, security, and playing it safe. Oh, I love that path. Yeah, that path Don't you? good. Yeah. Comfort and security. Comfort or and security. you took the road less traveled, the road filled with constant growth, leveling up, and overcoming challenges and limiting beliefs. Now, that mm-hmm. sounds like a good road, too. That doesn't sound... It's yeah. Maybe it's less traveled, but it sounds pretty good. It it's not good. the. I, I thought he was going to say you took the road of comfort and security, or you took the road of discomfort, and, discomfort, yeah. insecurity, the road of anxiety, yeah. <laughs> the road of constant pain, the road of constant panic, fear, <laughs> the and road pain. of oh my god, that's that. Now there's a pussy <laughs> discharge. I hate this road. I'm uh, missing a toe. Yeah. Oh, this was the worst road. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm so ready to get down this road. The problem is, is yeah. it's hard to read everything on my phone. Yeah, you got to move that to the tablet. That's a tablet type scenario that you're into. If you're it's a six a to seven figure op- entrepreneur doing well and have already established a small platform, but you want to take your business mission and impactful idea to the next level, this blueprint is for me. Six or seven figures. What does that mean? Hundreds of or millions million of dollars. dollars. If you ever, mm. if you have hundreds. If what? you have millions of dollars, okay, look. I feel like you're probably... <laughs> if people you're, are already asking you to do a TED Talk. Like, hey, can you tell us if, how to make millions of dollars? Let me tell you, you something. Nah, if you're already winning the game, imagine when you're really winning the game. <laughs> more winning. Yeah. Do you want more? It's like I already won. Look, but, I don't have that much money, but I am... I do feel like I'm sort of... I already got people wearing T-shirts that have my name on them. So that's a good... Not that's a, a win. Not a million not a hundred thousand people, but I would say there's on any given day there's probably a dozen people. <laughs> I've, let's put it this way: I've probably have more shirts ready to sell than are being worn on any given day, which is 
a little bit. You like to flip that. Yeah, but Do maybe I, over the course of your career, there's more shirts out there than you have ready to sell. Mm, this blueprint right? is for the purpose-driven six- to seven-figure entrepreneur or leader who's committed to creating a huge... I wish they had told me that I needed to be a six- to seven-figure entrepreneur leader. So, yeah, and that you had to have a purpose. I thought this was the purpose. You're you're giving me the thoughts to oh, lead. hang on. Note. <laughs> hang on. Note. <laughs> i got to have a purpose and a million dollars? I'm just going to want to remind you and all of our listeners that normally to get this information, uh-huh. you have to give this guy your email, your email address. Yeah, so and I, you're breaking so the rules you're, already. You're already up today. You're already yeah. winning. You're ahead and, of the game. And uh, Taylor, if you're listening, I look forward to <laughs> I look forward to hearing from your lawyer. Note, <laughs> if you're starting from scratch with your influence and are not generating at least six figures in your business, f- feel free to read this guide. But understand that some of these steps will not be as applicable to you. First, are going to be over your head. <laughs> first, you need to establish your message, begin building your platform, and further hone your craft and get more experience in the beginning, it takes hard work. Okay, see, this is what I thought. Yeah. I thought it was going to take hard work. Yeah. Well, you I'm building sound... a platform. That sounds like how big does the platform have to be that I'm building? I don't even know what he's talking about. Like a deck? I got to build a deck to I think he's on? talking about you got to, like, this is telling you, you can become successful if, you, if, you, <laughs> if you've already got several. If you already have you, all the things that you need to be successful. Let's say you got a couple successful. million dollars. You have all the things that you need to be successful because that's what it takes. Let's say you got a, a couple million dollars and uh, 100,000 people following you on Twitter and Facebook and uh, yeah. Instagram separate, so 300,000 total. This guy can help you really take this that. This sounds like every manager and agent in Hollywood. Yeah, no, like, it is. Do it is. You, are you already famous? Because yeah. I can help you by I answering think, your calls. I think I can help your <laughs> career. Yeah, I think I can help your career. By taking 10% by of getting what getting in making. the middle of you and the people who want to hire you. <laughs> yeah. That's, that, it is. That's literally like every agent. Like, Well, I haven't. I, I, I want to be fair to Taylor, Taylor because uh, I, haven't, I haven't read this whole thing yet. But... Uh, <laughs> it is funny. I he goes. Here's another one where it says, "I want to help. I, I help six to seven figure entrepreneurs and leaders like you spread their impactful ideas." Okay, listen. I want to know how you think I am that. That's what I want to know. Like, what did I do what right? Just, what if we just told him we are, but we're not really? Well, I think that's what I he's really don't. hoping. I think he's really hoping. I think if you're a six to seven figure entrepreneur, you didn't, you're not, you're not, you're not an Instagram giving away your yeah. email during the day, yeah. trying to figure out how to make shit happen. Well, you're already you making be. shit happen. You might be if you've kind of lost it. Yeah, maybe if you're you about are. to lose all of your millions. Maybe you are, and you're engulfed in well, a Well, look at this scandal. guy. Look, not to judge a guy by his face, but it looks like a pretty. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I buy you a new shirt. You could be that guy. Yeah. Right? He looks like he works at REI or something. But, I mean, he looks like he knows about what you know. And I already know that you don't know anything because I don't know anything and we're friends. I never should have let people know that I don't know anything. Well, I think if you read the whole 22 pages, that's in here. I keep my mouth shut and get that picture. Yeah. And then people will think I do know stuff. You know what? Now that I have this, I can just email it to you. Yeah. I don't think Taylor's going to like that. No. But, we could take Taylor down by sharing this with everyone we know. Oh, I like to think two-on-one. This then, guy would be no match for us, but you know, no. who knows? You never know. That's true. Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, Taylor, if that is even his real name. Mm. 
I don't know. If it that's even his real picture. T- oh, but I saw he, that's the same picture. The guy who was in the video told me to give him his email. So at least he's got that consistent. Yeah, maybe he hired an actor to do it, so he's mm-hmm. not actually... Because be. when this whole <coughs> pyramid scheme collapses, then he just goes, <laughs> yeah. that's the guy. Yeah. That's the guy whose house you want to burn Some down. Some minimum wage SAG <laughs> just actor guy. who's going yeah. to prison for life. He's like, my name's Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Tell that to the Judge Taylor. Yeah, whatever, Taylor. <laughs> Get in the van. Fuck you, Taylor. <laughs> my name's Jeff. <laughs> I did that for 200 bucks. A.K.A. Taylor. Whatever, Taylor. Um, so I got bad news. Uh-oh. I knocked over the podcast machine the other oh, day, no. and it won't turn on anymore. Maybe it, was, it just needs new batteries. You can hear it clicky-click. Well, I don't think I don't think the batteries work great, and then you knock it over, and then the batteries go bad. Well. Do you? I don't know a lot about electronics, but generally, whenever you have problems with electronics, people tell you to turn them off and then turn them back on again. Yeah, but that's it, hard if the on-off switch is the thing that's not working. I'm I'm sorry because I think this is making a little bit of noise that might be audible to the listeners, but I think that allow that uh, that causes some um, excitement. Makes makes you feel like you're listening yeah, at home. This is this is I can't afford to <clears throat> the production values of uh, this American <laughs> life or anything. <clears throat> but I think you can really hear the genuine struggle that I'm having. Yeah, taking the batteries out and putting them back into the podcast machine. So, there, there, we've tried step one. Anytime you call tech support, they tell you, yeah. turn it off, turn it on. Uh, check the batteries. So, I took this the batteries it. out, and now I'm going to turn it back on. Oh, no. This is the downside. Now, I'm going to drop it on my lap a little bit. This is the downside of not having a live band for the podcast no. machine. Well, I went to buy another podcast machine, the 30, 32 keyboard uh, super piano, piano but... Uh, I the couldn't find one this good. I oh, did find, yeah. I Amazon? Could, did you Amazon that? I did, but you can't find one that's that that's that nice. This is one of those things yeah. like they made a million of them in China and sold them all, and then went out of business, and then, and then you can't it. get them make them. anymore. Yeah, I know. So I did get thing. I did get this, but this oh, this unfortunately doesn't have any batteries in it right now. I could I should have brought my podcast machine. It just has limited noises though oh yeah well you've got a limited noise podcast machine yeah it's got you know applause and farts and cowbells (laughs) that's really all you need that's all you really need applause and farts what else do you want right i think i'm right pretty sure people should applaud when people fart that would be a new way of i do i mean that's a family policy that we've got here at our house applaud when somebody farts well done Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Look, if you if you, you you did it. If you blast a good one at the dinner table <laughs> around our house. Oh. That's the new podcast machine that I bought. It's not quite as good, you know. It's got a couple of You can get that. It's got the cow sound. Oh, it tells you first. It yeah. tells you that it's a horse. I don't like that it tells you what it is. I would just, I just like, want to skip right to the sound. Yeah, I don't want it I to know it's tell a sheep. Me. It's got a big just make the noise. I'm trying to make music here, yeah. and you're telling me sheep. Or just... wow. Hey, that was okay. I don't know what... That's I okay. Oh, I, why does the dog get a, get a disco music thing? I don't know what... It's way I'm... louder than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the chicken. That's the chicken. <laughs> it says Wait cock. A it says cock. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it has an English accent though too. Yeah. Cock, 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 cock. I actually want to carry this around with me now when I'm going down the sidewalk. 
Yeah, me and too. And somebody it's busy going on a scooter, and you can just go, cock, cock, cock. Sheep, cock. Horse cock. Oh, can you do horse cock? What? Can you do horse cock? Do horse first and then cock right You ready? Up. Yeah. Yes! Horse cock! Horse cock! Yeah, it's this is real of a fun out on the street thing. You know what? I'm pretty sure that Taylor didn't see this coming. <laughs> yeah. Hey Taylor, how about <laughs> signing us up now? I got, I got, I got a horse your, cock machine. I got your six to seven figure <laughs> entrepreneur right here. Horse cock, horse cock. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But you see, it's the fact that good. it crows after is yeah. Funny. The new podcast solid, machine is all right, but it's not as good as the old yeah. podcast. Just goes machine. to show you. Initially, I was disappointed, but then I I full I pulled a full one eighty once we found the horse. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know we could do that. No. That's pretty great. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, and it does have a couple. Yeah. Oh, and I think. That's wrong. That's wrong. Try again. It's kind of amazing that they have a toy that tells you something's wrong. I feel like most kids now they just yeah. say, "That's your choice." No, it's tough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm trying there's to. There's not turn very it many. Off. There's okay. not many many things that tell you you're actually wrong. I get it, listeners. I can feel people now emailing right away that <laughs> like that's hey, enough of the plastic yeah, toy. Okay. No more of the horse cock machine. <laughs> yeah. I get it. That's over now for today. Okay. Yeah, I don't think uh, many people tell machines or people in general tell kids that they're wrong anymore <laughs> yeah you're wrong that's wrong that's wrong that's go, still wrong good choice not only is your answer wrong you're wrong <laughs> get out grow up <laughs> grow up you're going to a special room in the basement <laughs> you'll never make it yeah um that is sort of how school was when i was a kid they were like yeah you're wrong you guys are all wrong all the time i know they've changed that now school yeah. is much nicer yeah, it's friendly. So, <laughs> what can we talk about now, Nigel? The airplane, the the, oh, Bo- the Boeing, Boeing seven three seven. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. I like that. Amer- this, I was watching the news on it, and this guy was like, "He's like, I'm amazed that America, because America didn't. They were like, it's probably fine." With, and, yeah, they're and a bunch w- of other countries were like, no, it's been two, like, right off the bat. we got to ground these suckers. And figure it out. Like, yeah. Like, why don't we err on the side of safety? Yeah. And then the, this, I was watching this newscast, he's like, it's pretty amazing that America, you know, didn't jump, wasn't, was, like, behind on that. I'm like, America's always behind on safety. And, like, if it's a corporation, they're like, that's that's the downside well, of capital. give them a chance. They'll probably figure it yeah, out. It's a company that pays millions of dollars. Let's let them. Uh, no, the funny thing is it was Trump. Trump. Trump goes, we're grounding these. I was just listening to a podcast where they're talking about, is he, why is Trump the, shouldn't it be the FAA? It's like, no, the FAA is already in the pockets of Boeing. But Trump yeah. called up Boeing and then he decided he was going to cancel it. You got to give the guy credit for, or ground, yeah. ground the planes. You got to give Trump credit. He grounded the planes. <laughs> but he also, do you, do you see what else he said? He goes, the problem with these planes is they, get, they got too many. Yeah, like, they're too complicated. They're too complicated. We got to go back to the simple. If we if we're cry, if you go back you to the, kind of the Wright glider. brothers, two guys strapped on their bellies, yeah. flying across yeah. country. Now that's safe. You know those uh, gliders? Yeah, work. That's yeah, good they don't enough. have a motor in them. 
problem is these planes are too complicated. <laughs> what we need is simpler planes. Yeah, you know what else? Those planes are heavy. How do they stay in the air? You it know those ones sense. that are made out of balsa wood where you wind up the rubber band? Yeah, I Why mean, can't that makes we get, sense. That make, it's easy. That you can, can tell, hey, that light. rubber band's about ready to be unwound. We better yeah. land. Yeah, you don't have a heavy plane. Those things will just fall to the ground. No, you want a light like one. a rock. You can't put a rock in the sky. Mm-hmm. Right? Meteors, they crash down. They're too heavy. What about balloons? Yeah, what about fly. a pair of pants with <laughs> full of helium? So you walk around, you weigh a lot less than you would weigh because your pants are full of helium. Yeah. I do love it when he's like a lunatic, but then also right about something in the same Oh, it's just, it's like a comedy show like it's now. Like the dumb, he's like the dumbest guy in the room, but you're like, he's kind of right. <laughs> he does have a point. <laughs> we should ground those planes. Don't yeah. listen to anything he says after that. <laughs> but only on this one talking point is he correct. Everything else... Yeah, the whole. <laughs> well, you think about it. Like, even if we had a nine-year-old president, like a like a child, yeah, he, he would be right. He would still some get some time. things right. Yeah, we should be nicer to people. Good point, Jerry. Yeah. yeah, all right. I like that. We could do that. But then he's also like, we should have a Coke machine in every room. It's <laughs> a great <laughs> like, idea. I don't know if we need to have that. That seems a little excessive. Save a lot of walking around. <laughs> But then I wouldn't have to get up whatever what room I'm in. I don't have to walk anymore. What if the Coke machine had a dentist in the back? <laughs> yeah. I want a free Coke machine in every... I wonder if it, actually Trump does have that. Does he have like a Coke machine in every room of the White House? I, I think the White that. House is like that, though. They have a chef in the basement who's just waiting for the phone to run. I think there's yeah. a guy who lives in the White House or or there's a series of people who are always there. So no matter what time it is, if you're the president, you can call downstairs and say, I want a turkey salad sandwich, or yeah. I'm in the mood for pepperoni pizza, or taco. You can just yeah. get on the phone and go, tacos! Yeah. Boom! <laughs> it's like 20 <laughs> minutes later, they're right upstairs with tacos. I feel like Trump just has a guy in every closet with a Coke waiting for him, and he's like, I want a Coke. And he just goes, here you go, Here's your Mr. President. <laughs> you go, Mr. President. They're like, have them ready. He loses it if he doesn't I'm the one. president. He's got a little refrigerator that just holds one Coke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the fire alarm. Like you break the glass, and there's just a chilled Coke in there. Mm. 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 Coke nice. emergencies. Nice. Yeah, I like how we've created the White House. Have you have have? Well, you know, we always, one of the things we always like to talk about is uh, sort of weird politeness fails in the real world. Have you had any kind of? Yeah, I did yesterday. Yeah, okay. two. <laughs> I had two. What I and I noticed that is. It was the funniest thing because I was over at the promenade and I was walking home, so it's like you know a couple, a few blocks, and it happened twice within like you know a fifteen minute walk, and it happens all the time here. It just made me more conscious of it because I was walking. But at a red light in LA and maybe other cities too, but it happens all the time here. If there's a red light and say there's you know ten or fifteen cars stopped at that red light, the Mm -hmm. guy, the guy at the back. Like when the light turns green, just immediately honk. Like just lays on the horn as uh-huh. soon as the light turns green. Because he's scared that if the front person doesn't go, it. he's yeah. not going to make it. Exactly. Yeah. He wants to make it through. And it's like, look, every like you got to at least give people because there's a pretty good chance that person is paying attention. It takes a while from the front person to. takes yeah. their foot off the gas to the next person yeah, or off the brake. It doesn't. You can't By the time it gets back to you, yeah, you don't yeah. just start moving immediately. Yeah. But it happened at two intersections within like 15 minutes. 
because the first time I was like, who just honked? Why? And then it was a truck. I was like, it's, it was obviously that guy that honked. A light should go on on your car, too, I think, with the horn now, because you can't tell a lot of times who's honking. Yeah. I feel like I'm there the should be a honks. light. When it makes the noise, a light goes on in the car. So it whirls around for a minute. Shot. So you go, look, that's the honking guy. <laughs> yeah. That's the guy who's mad. Yeah, that's the guy that's angry. But I also get that most people, when they're sitting at an intersection, just start looking at their phone or playing with the ra- like, like looking for new music. Or right, whatever. half the time you're honking at somebody who's doing some other thing besides driving. Right, I mean that that is sort of so I sort yeah. of get it, but I feel like you've got to give that person a chance. You got to at least give them a window. Of oh, like, I I kind of feel like patient. Let's I think you can't you patience. can't just lay on the horn like you can't be sitting there waiting for the light to turn green and then just lay on the horn as soon as it turns green. I there was I heard this hilarious conversation in New Orleans. I as you know, and I love yeah. New Orleans, right? Yeah. So I go to there all the time. And and before Hurricane Katrina, it was authentically, you know, now it's kind of not not gentrified, but but it's really changed. There's yeah. a lot of people who used to live there got displaced. Poor people couldn't afford to move back, and uh, other people who are different from the people who live there moved in. And two of the locals were complaining a couple years after Katrina that uh, you know one guy was on the sidewalk and another guy pulled up in his car and just stopped in the street and the other guy walks over and is having a conversation through the passenger side door just talking yeah. and that can go on for like 20 minutes right. and the guy was mad because someone honked <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> we're having a conversation because here. that's New Orleans New Orleans is just like look the world can just take a fucking break yeah. if I see my friend and I want to have a conversation I'm in my car yeah. because look wait till you can go around it's don't honk your horn it's don't honk your horn world. at me yeah. yeah it's just relaxed time they're just like it's the big easy yeah. it's like hey I saw my I haven't seen my friend bro that's when somebody honks and you just go back and go I haven't seen my friend for a while what's your hurry yeah what, you yeah, want what to be my friend do? Yeah, exactly. That's what New Orleans is all about. You want to meet my friend? Come on over. <laughs> Get We're out of the car. In fact, hey, let's park. Why don't you? You guys should park and let's go in and have a beer. <laughs> See, that's a better world to live in. It's a way better world to live in. Yeah. I mean, the, we're so impatient all the time and so busy trying to be six, seven figure entrepreneurs and influencers. Yeah, trying to be Taylor, the art, right, the that actor guy, that's portraying I don't think Taylor. he's making it better. Um, because no. I feel like what we really want to be doing is enjoying our lives and enjoying each other. And yeah. we, we got, you know, everybody kind of has their friends and, the, and to them, everyone else is an asshole. That's, that's <laughs> the modern world now. If you're not in my circle, you're just a jerk who's yeah. keeping me from getting somewhere, keeping me from doing what I want. And it's, that's not the way, that's not the happy way to go through no. life. The happy way to go through life is like... <laughs> If somebody's on their phone in front of you, you want to go up and go, hey, what are you looking at? Yeah. Yeah, people are pretty angry and upset in general. I even find in Santa Monica, like, I'm amazed. I'm like, this is sort of the best place in the world to live. And if you're really angry and upset here, it's like, you're not going to make it. It's interesting, though. It's interesting because I I don't want to complain too much and say everybody's angry and everybody hates everybody because... I, I've been riding my bike now because we just got one car, yeah. and and I'll ride my bike to jujitsu often, which is but three miles away. So you got to go. I go on not the busy street, but the other street. But sometimes if you're going at eight thirty or whatever in the morning, people are driving. They're on the they're on the cross streets because they're trying to beat traffic. Right. And and some people are doing rolling stops at stop signs. You got to watch out when you're on a bike because yeah. people don't see you and they're in a hurry. They'll rolling stop and just go right through. But 
a lot, way more people than you would think see you coming. They're stopped at the stop sign and they see you coming up to it. And rather than going, they wait and let you run the stop sign. And a lot of times yeah. they wave you through yeah. to run the stop sign because, look, you got momentum and they want you to keep going. A ton of people do that. Yeah, not, I found that too here. Not just get mad at you and flip you off and like these bikes. They're like, no, go ahead, go ahead. You're you're moving. Go ahead. Yeah, so sweet. Yeah, so is sweet. Because do you go up like Pico, like up that way, like towards? I'm going. That's the direction. I'm going that way. Uh, but yeah, I'm on I ride that. But also, there's like Pearl. You want to go on Pearl? Yeah, I do that too. Going up there. Sometimes I bike up to the uh, grocery store up there. Uh, but yeah, it's also because I think there's a lot of schools up there too like santa monica there's more colleges, bikes yeah. and there's more bikes so people the thing is out here is there's more bikes too people are a little more conscious of it yeah. i think and, but you're right it is pretty but i've seen nice some bike behavior where them. where where they take that for granted that you're going to stop and they don't even slow down no and you gotta be paying attention off. then when i'm in the car then that pisses me off i know you I, it's such attention. a it's such a weird uh, yeah the anyway. bottom line is when people aren't paying attention if you're giving eye contact like like i because i've had that too on that same route going up there people always kind of go yeah go ahead you're you're pedaling and i'm in a car but you have to make that eye contact to know that you yeah, look I always, I'm not going unless I'm not going if unless it's a car. I'm not going unless sure I know that, that they saw me and yeah. they waved me through. Otherwise, look, yeah. I'll stop. And when I'm in a car, I'm stopping until that guy is sure. Like I'm like, do you know what's but happening? Because a lot of people just aren't paying attention. That's the other thing in the world we live in is a lot of people just are not. You need to pay attention I and you need to be riding their patient. Bikes on their phones, like they're riding oh. their bike and they're on their phone, like texting on their phone. <laughs> yes. I'm like, yes. how are you even doing that? How are you alive? Yeah. This is what I don't get. This is what I don't get. The the pedestrians who are not paying attention and walking just just walking into yeah. the street staring at their phone not even not they don't care if the light's green or if it is green whether somebody sees them or not and then the other people who are in their cars texting or whatever and rolling through stop signs or being aggressive and and not how come more of those people don't meet up and kill each other because I'm always the guy yeah. in the car who's watching out for the idiot pedestrian or else I'm <laughs> I'm the pedestrian who's barely avoiding the idiot in the car but I wonder how those two idiots don't find each other more often but they don't maybe they do and we just don't know about it Mm. I don't know but you're right it would be nice if there would be more divine intervention (laughs) well I don't want to see people get hurt but (laughs) I'm just surprised that it doesn't happen those problems yeah Yeah. but yeah so I don't know I know that I know that this isn't a serious podcast and we don't talk about these things and 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 I don't want to bring everybody down who's listening But uh, we're going to go have coffee uh, in a minute, you and I, so maybe there's not a lot left in the podcast. So before we go, and I'm not saying no funny things are going to happen before the end, because uh-huh. they might. Let's face it. Yeah. Pork, pork, pork. That could happen. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, last night, after that freaking chicken. Let the cock crow. Yeah, the cock has got to yeah. crow. Horse cock's got to let it out. So last night... Right uh, in the evening, we're we're getting ready for bed, and I and I looked at the news on the phone, and I saw this uh, mass shooting. Oh yeah, in New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. And he Terrible. was like an American. He was like, he said he was inspired by events in America. And, yeah, he and, had uh, he had he, engraved his... on his gun the names of some famous assholes and mass shooters and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. It just was. It, it was so. So tragic, and you know my my wife. You know Belinda's from New Zealand, and and uh, when these things happen in the United States, she's always talking about how we need to move there and uh, America, and and uh, but to, 
you know, not not that it's see it's global and look and it's dangerous in New Zealand, but I, I was really shocked and surprised that that something that happened with such a high death toll yeah. happened in New Zealand. Yeah, you know? that's amazing. Yeah, um, terrible. But yeah, it sort of boils down to that. But the thing is, is in New Zealand, it's super rare too, right? Like gun violence and stuff is. It I mean, is. This is. This is a massive event, and it'll be interesting to see what the what trends, what the repercussions after, are, what the repercussions and, and, will and what be happens, and somehow yeah. they'll respond to it. But it's. I sort of feel like, yeah, Australia, New Zealand, and Canada, and a lot of European. It's like it. It really is a freakish tragedy when it happens there. Like this is obviously one really disturbed guy who was infatuated with whatever whatever American culture he sees. That yeah, well, he's he, obviously a mentally sick person who yeah. is also a, a, a Islamophobe or a racist or yeah, you know. whatever connection parallels he drew and thought that. And and I think a lot of it too is is the glor sort of not glorifying, but the, but the celebrity that some of these people get from because they know it's going to be in the yeah. media and bought. And I think that's I don't know what you do about that, but that does seem to be a major problem too. That a lot of these people are sort yeah. of in a weird way seeking notoriety from yeah. creating these tragedies um, but uh, yeah I don't know I don't know what you uh, I don't know what I was thinking when I brought it up I don't know either I just there's wanted to sort of acknowledge is it because I said there's a lot of angry voice. people out there <laughs> well there are a lot of, well, a lot of angry. I, I mean in a, in a way yeah I do think it relates to that a little bit I mean you Obviously, know. not to minimize people, but but this behavior of honking as soon as the light changes yeah. and getting mad at people that you don't know because you're frustrated and you've got some agenda that they don't know about. It, it, it's like we all need to just take it down a notch. Yeah. And it, if you're having these kind of aggressive, murderous feelings, you, you need to you need to. Talk to someone and see if yeah. you can cool down. I, I mean, I, I, I get that's oversimplifying, and it's you know who's super angry. Who's super angry? Those parking meter guys, the guys that go around and give tickets. D did you see an angry parking? I've meter talked guy? to a couple now, and they're always super angry. Those guys, that's who I worry about when I see them. I'm like, don't cut that guy off or be mean. They're like the postal he, workers now. They're, I think they're way worse. Like this guy the other day, he was ticketing a car, and I was walking down the sidewalk, and the the meter was broken. Uh -huh. on the, like there was no like it like somebody had like ripped the guts out of the meter, so it was just a shell. Uh -huh. And the guy was writing him a ticket, and I said, "Hey, can I ask you a question about this?" And he's like, "This guy." <laughs> he's like, "This." He's like, "Yeah, this guy's getting a ticket." I was like, "No, no, no, not that. It's just that the meter is broken." I was wondering. He goes, "Yeah, there's a ton of reasons why this guy should get tickets." And he just was like, "Going off." I go, "Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, it's not my car or anything. I just had a like a parking." question I wanted to uh -huh. ask you and he's like what and I was like do you get a ticket if you like if you park on a meter that's broken do you still get it like if, if you get out and you see that it's broken or it says out of order or something do you still get a ticket or can you park at that meter even though it's broken yeah which is my question because I've always kind of wondered that right you I always cars thought and I was like I think you're not allowed to park at a broken meter oh and, really well that's what I what thought. did he say and he goes no no you can park there and I was like, so if the meter's broken or jammed or something, you can still park there and you won't get a ticket, even though... And he's like, yeah. I was like, okay, thanks a lot. Did you say, why was, are you giving this guy a ticket then? No, I didn't really... 
because he, he already said that. I was like, can I ask you a question about that? He's like, this guy had, look at his, he's got all kinds of reasons to get tickets. And I was like, oh, okay, okay well, so calm down. Like he, you really like went off his nut when I was just like, hey, can I ask you a question? I think people and regularly unload on those guys. Yeah, those guys get a lot of time. shit. I get it. But it's like, I didn't approach him with like an angry, I was like, hey, excuse me. No, but they, what I'm saying and is. he was just like. It's like, Go fuck yourself. And it's like, like all these all these police officers have such a terrible job and they're dealing with assholes all the time that yeah. they can't always tell when you're not an asshole because the odds of that happen are astronomical again. Does not look like an like asshole. the only people who ever talk to this guy at work. Yeah, ninety nine percent of the time, someone's about to start swearing. Yeah, or, or threatening, him call him or a whatever. jerk, or threat. Yeah, yeah, escalating the violence. It's just like look. I might as well be the guy who tears your ticket at the movies. <laughs> this job, I'm not a cop. All yeah. my whole job is I got to go out and write tickets to people at meters. I get it's a terrible job. I get I should get a better job. I get, but I got a family. This is the job. That, I mean, he's gonna feel like that all day. Yeah. Long. But I just feel like if somebody approaches you who's clearly not threatening you and and is being super polite and nice with a smile, it's yeah. like, hey, it's like I, in no way was I like, hey, man. I got a question for you. you well, know, there's just be like, a way that you just don't get yelled at. Uh, but that yeah, part of the was, problem is we're all, you know, people have yelled at this that guy so often that, that no, he, he just assumes everyone is going to yell at him. Yeah, he can't Every not yell at you back. Every single person comes up is going to yell at you back. I'm not trying to make excuses. I don't know no, who no, that guy is. But I feel like that's some of what's going on with all of us. It's like we, we've all got so much stuff that's making us mad that, yeah. that we're just on a hair trigger. And if somebody does something that we think gives us the right to yell at them, we can't wait to yeah. take that opportunity. And I think the reality is, like, somebody's got to be the first person to go, I really want to yell at you right now, but I'm not going to. So you're to. saying I should have opened with a hug. I should have walked over and went, hey, man. I got And just a gentle embrace, go, I got a question for you about parking. I think <laughs> yes. First of and all, I get tasered. First of all, yes, but also no, because uh, <laughs> that's sexual harassment, Nigel. I know. There's no. There's no you winning anymore. There's you no can't winning. start with physical contact unless it's somebody that you know and it's been pre-agreed upon. Okay. Well, I'm glad I didn't go with Plan B then. I, think I just went with a nice smile and a hey, man. Can I, I think it's you? always a, op- a good opener with people to smilingly ask them if they want a hug. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, would you like a hug? Do you want a hug? I feel like that guy would have kicked the shit out of me if I said, do you want a hug? Because he probably would have interpreted that as like, oh, you think I'm an asshole that needs a hug? <laughs> no. He was pretty well. No, up. I don't. I just but it happened with another... I love hugging people. I asked How another... do you know that I'm not some guy who just loves hugging people? Yeah. I'm going to go hug the next guy then. Yeah. That's, you're, you're that's lost. what I'm about. You're lost, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm a great hugger. People tell me that all the time. I'm super good at it. And I'm consensual. I know it's totally it's, number one. It's consensual. <laughs> number two, it's number, something I'm really good. It's at. super good at it. Number three, it, it's free. Yeah. Number four, I think you need it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a doctor, but I think you need a hug. Yeah. But I got a prescription for it right here. These arms, baby. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> I think I know what we're doing when we get our coffees. Yeah, we're we're hugging. We're doing some hug walk. Oh, on, I on would. I feel like that's a good the hug challenge. Yeah, <laughs> go out the hug challenge. It's way better than the than the Tide Pod challenge. See how it's, many people you can hug during yeah. that you don't know that you don't know already. It doesn't count hugging people that you that already you know, know. That's you got to hug people that you don't know. Yeah, see how many hugs you can do in one day. Yeah, and in, it's got to be consensual. You got to yeah, you got to ask, ask first. You got to ask 
and then yeah because also it's very dangerous to just go up and hug somebody because you know, super dangerous <laughs> yeah. and also it's also it's not cool if you're freaking them out if you're just going for a yeah. numbers thing and just say do you want to do you want to do you want to that's yeah. not good either yeah so it's tricky there's a lot of rules there's a lot of i haven't really thought you, it's got to be a genuine challenge. hug yeah it's tricky there's there's gotta we gotta have some protocol here but yeah it's got to be a genuine hug not a speed hug yeah okay uh, so we're brainstorming the hug challenge uh, if you've got any ideas, you can email jake at jakethis.com. That's my email address. I'm not afraid to give that out to you or anybody or, who wants to give me or, some tips on the or, internet. <laughs> or anybody that has, you know, financial <laughs> advice. Yeah. Or, uh, look, or, you know, ways to, ways to become a, a great public speaker. If you've got a way to make me more successful or us more successful or you just want to hug, email me. Or you just, got, me some, t- or you just got some canned meat and some fashion tips. I'm only Whatever. on ever. Yeah, I got some. Oh, yeah, if you, I'm out of canned meat. Oh. Um, yeah. So Twitter is at Jake This, and then on Instagram, I'm Jake Johansson, I think. You can find me. It's not hard. It's not hard to find me Yeah, and give me advice. I'm totally open to it. Yeah. Give an internet hug. Yeah. I don't know how you do that, but there's probably an emoji thing or something that you can The hug emoji? Is there one? I'm still trying to take my emoji game up a notch, but I feel like we really had a solid emoji exchange yesterday. Yeah, I know. We had a lot of, like, stars and things exploding. (laughs) Let me show you this one that I just sent Uh, to my friend before we go, and you can can describe it, but this one here. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, the poop one. Oh, God. You got to hold it down. No, no. Oh, because did it like storm poops? Yeah, I had it was the poop emoji, and then it blew up the inflatable heart that then floats away. Oh, shit, love, love your shit. Yeah, kind of. What? Kind of like poop is lovable. Turd balloon. Turd balloon poops. Yeah, it was good. I'm okay. really take I'm really taking my own emoji game up a notch. I'm so glad. I know it's nice that like you can just have the emoji, but then also you can make them like float, Sparkle, or you can add or the confetti to them. Yeah, you can add things to them. The poop emoji with nice. some confetti or the spotlight on it. Mm-hmm. That's those are good too. Um, so, do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, if you're gonna approach one of those parking enforcement guys, be super friendly, or maybe just don't. Maybe just fire in an email to the op if you have a part traffic question. They might be the guys to avoid. Or just say to them, hey, I'm getting a coffee. Do you want a coffee? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think they really misinterpret everything. I think you're right. They get yelled at so much that there's not a good way to... You can't start in with them. No. Unless you have a greeting card. Just ask them what time they get up work. (laughs) What time you get up work. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Don't give up. There will be plenty of time to give up later. I always say that. I feel like now, more than ever, it's important to not give up because yep. there's a lot of give upable type stuff going out there. A lot of things going on in the world that make you feel like you've had it. It's just not going to work out. That you want to get out of here, but no, don't no. don't do that. It's going to work give out. Up. Um, and to help help me figure out the hug hug challenge, and I'll talk to you next time. Okay, Nige. Okay. It's almost coffee. Let's let's high five it. Let's high five. Yeah, and fire up the podcast music. Let's get our horse cocks down to coffee. And some hugs. Yeah, horse, here we go. Horse cock hug out. Okay.